Wasps fans. You know that in addition to the classroom, athletics is one of the most celebrated parts of life at Emory & Henry. And here to give you the rundown with insight, commentary, interviews, news and updates on all things sports are the hosts of the Monday Buzz, Khalil Shakir and Matt Spencer. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Monday Buzz on WEHC 90.7. I'm your host, Khalil Shakir, here with co-host Matt Spencer. As usual, we have another good show for you today. We'll talk about last week's game and events, preview this week's upcoming game and events. We also have a special interview with Jacqueline Kestner, who is our Director of Student Athlete Success. And we will give you our Healing Hydration Student Athletes of the Week. Spence, what's going on, man? Not too much, Khalil. Having a good weekend. Great to be back with you. Uh, campus is a little gloomy day in terms of weather. Uh, I'm actually wearing a hoodie first time probably all year uh, being from New York. I'm always the guy that likes to wear shorts and T-shirts or polos, and uh, it's actually a little chilly today. So uh, I hope we don't get a big snow or cold because uh, that's sort of half the reason I moved down here is to get away from those freezing weather and temperatures. So a little gloomy today, but had a good weekend. This past weekend was not great weather with homecoming, but – uh, all in all, Cleo, I think it was a good weekend with homecoming. We want to touch a little bit about that whole weekend. Yeah, man, it was fantastic. Uh, it did rain a little bit, but it did hold up for us for the game. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, definitely glad that the weather hold up, held up for us. But, I mean, this weekend was fantastic. Good to see all the alums back, uh, all the fans and community surrounding us, uh, coming out to support our football teams, our volleyball team Friday. Uh, Jersey passed down for basketball mm-hmm. was this weekend as well. Uh, good to see some recruits on campus as well. So definitely a, a big-time weekend for us here at Emory. Uh, definitely a great weekend and definitely a lot of buzz on campus this weekend. Love to see everybody. Yeah, it was. I saw uh, cross-country and track and field had their own spot. Uh, they were playing cornhole for what seemed like two, three hours. Uh, men's basketball had a recruit. We got to practice early morning. Then we go sell 50-50 raffle tickets kind of during or before the game. So a nice little fundraiser we have. Uh, again, I, I saw – so I've been here now for going on my fifth year. I saw a lot of the students who just finished up within the next past couple of years, uh, and then I see them, you know, hanging out and, and talking to a lot of the, the students here. So, again, it's cool to see that they're coming back within just two, three years to hang out, show support to their friends and the football team and things like that. So definitely was exciting. I know uh, football did not have the best outcome. It took a loss this weekend. Uh, again, I won't touch too in detail about that. But uh, last week's recap, um, a lot of sports, Khalil, volleyball, men's and women's soccer played, men and women's swim, had a good week. Our cross-country team had a good week, equestrian, uh, and then as well as football played. So, uh, Khalil, do you, if you want you want to start recapping some of the uh, games from last weekend here? Sounds good. Starting off with volleyball, we had a 3-0 win against Winston-Salem State at Winston-Salem State, yeah. and then a 3-2 loss to Lenore Ryan. Ah, good weekend. I know we didn't win that last one, but, man, were we in it to win that one. That was a close one, man. It was, especially, you know, being homecoming weekend. It was a good crowd. The alumni night had some of the girls back for the game. It's tough, you know, like you have a special event on campus. For any sport where you have, you know, more people than usual, you always want to come out with a win. So the fact that 
the fact that they were close to get the win, uh, 3-2 loss to LR. LR has a good program, uh, had a good chance to win. So I think volleyball now sits at a record of 6-11 and uh, with first-year head coach Pam Newberry. Still figuring things out, still competing, though. So it's not like, you know, they're kind of um, having trouble with com- competition or anything like that. They're still competing and still winning some sets here and there. Just I trust Coach Newberry with what they're doing. They're going to put it together, um, and I know they're going to be great here soon. Men's soccer also competed last week, uh, had a tough week with a 7-0 loss versus Tusculum and an 8-1 loss to Mars Hill. Uh, women's soccer competed as well with a 3-3 tie to Tusculum, which we were up, yeah. had it, lost it. Yeah. It was it was a close one, and, it, I mean, that one's tough. That one hurts. As a player, that one, that one hurts. As a coach, that one hurts. Mm-hmm. So a 3-3 tie to Tusculum and then a, a 0-1 loss to Mars Hill. Yeah, uh, c- talking to uh, Coach Felipe, I think they were up 3-1 with, I think it was six minutes to go against Tusculum, um, and that's just a heartbreaker. You know, obviously for the team that's on the comeback when you're down, you know, essentially two goals with less than 10 minutes to go in a soccer match, that's just, you know, good resilience on their end. Uh, again, an 0-1 loss to Mars Hill. It- it's just tough, you know. It's it's you have, you have you have a big lead in a big sack game uh, on the road. I know they were at home, or you know they were on the road. I believe they were on the road. Yeah, for they, were, they were on the road for that Tuscan game because they played Sunday at home uh, against Lasso One. So you know you're on the road against a good team, and you can't, you just can't, right? It's 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 <laughs> as as you know, Khalil as a radio host, we can kind of say, oh, we did well, but in coach speak, you know, we kind of have to be the ones to be like, we cannot give that up. Like we play right. this game, you know, like you can't give up a lead. That's just the worst way to go out. Just from my experience, um, I remember some of my own personal losses where. You have a good lead, you're up, at least for basketball, we're up 20-30, then you see a team, you know, like when we were in the ODAC, we played our rival Roanoke, I remember coming in with like, I think it was 17 minutes to go in the first half, and I was taking one of our players back from the hospital, uh, he had a surgery that day, and we're coming in just a couple minutes late, we're down like 22-3, to and I'm like, oh man, I should just turn around and leave, right? Uh, when we actually came back to win that game uh, against a very good Roanoke team, they might have been receiving votes uh, at the time, so... I know how it feels to be in the losing end, but I also know how it feels to be in the winning end of those things. So, um, you know, Tuscan did what they did, got a um, comeback win. But, you know, our teams obviously need to be better. Uh, we will be better. We'll learn from our mistakes, uh, kind of go from there. Men and women swim, however, had a really good week. Uh, they played at King. There was a tournament uh, swim meet. Uh, they beat King. Uh, women's swim beat King 100-98, and men's swim beat King 102-99. to so Khalil, I can imagine in a pool with you know those events. Can you imagine just like even if like ten people just cheer extremely loud, like the, the <laughs> echoing and all that stuff. So I wonder if the score is kind of up on the board during the event, and then like if people know like hey, last race, if I get second place, we win, or if I need to get at least third or whatever. So I can just imagine if there are fans in some of those races, <laughs> like how that kind of looks. Um, but congrats to uh, the, our men and women's swim team. Uh, they played also the swim against Lise McCray, uh, 114 to 98. And then uh, I think a men's swim team lost by two, 102 to 100 to Lise McCray. I need to figure out how they score that. I apologize to you listeners. I do not know how they score that. I just have the scores here and know the numbers. I can That much I can say. So uh, congrats to men and women's swim. 
breaking records, man. Uh, we'll cover that here in a sec. I'll kind of tell you a little bit about the records that they broke. Again, Coach Will Hughes and, and Maddie Beekler are doing a great job bringing in good enough talent, and I'm, I'm happy to see that they're doing the right things and breaking some records, team records. Men's cross country placed 8th out of 19th at the Roanoke Cross Cross Country Invitational. And our women's cross country team placed 2nd out of 15 teams, again, at the Roanoke Cross Country Invitational. Uh, so, again, Women's team finished a little bit better. Um, almost had a chance to win their um, their first meet of the year, and men about finished you know eighth or nineteenth isn't too bad. Uh, so again, place in middle. I don't know all the teams that were in that. I imagine it was obviously a lot of Division two teams. So uh, congrats to you guys for uh, running pretty well over the week. Equestrian had a home show here at ENH this past weekend, and to no shocker, finished second and fourth. Of course, here we are again. Equestrian showing out as usual. With another big showing, second and fourth at our own equestrian center this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Congrats to them. Uh, they continue to do the right things. I know they're excited to uh, have their new equestrian center built. Feels like probably now until we're, we're there is a new equestrian center, we'll be mentioning that. So, uh, congrats on finishing second this past weekend. Or this past week, I should say. Um, again, Khalil football uh, homecoming weekend took kind of an L. Twenty four to fourteen lost to Marseille. I got to watch a little bit of that game. Uh, a lot of up and down, a lot of turnovers. And I think we were starting our third string quarterback, a local kid from Abingdon, Virginia. So again, our defense continues to step up, continues to do the right things, um, and just we need to focus on the little details and see if we can get either some healthy quarterbacks or build off what we already have. Uh, I know Coach Newsom says, I think he mentioned talking about, you know, get your good players healthy uh, and hopefully go from there. So, again, congrats to all of our teams. We're competing, uh, and we're here to give you guys all their, their scores and in the future cover some uh, highlighted interviews here coming up in the future. Speaking of interviews, we have Director of Student Athlete Success and Women's Basketball Assistant Coach Jacqueline Kessner for an interview this week. She will talk about student success, uh, basketball season coming up, and Buzz Mania, which is this Friday. So tune in. We are here with Jacqueline Kessner, who is the Director of Student Athlete Success and also the Assistant Women's Basketball Coach. Coach Jacqueline, how are you doing today? Doing great. How are you all? Doing very well. Doing pretty good. So you are the Director of Student Athlete Success. Talk about what you do with that. So um, myself and Kyle Sensball, we work with all the student athletes on our campus. We're kind of like liaisons between the athletic side and the academic side. Um, we run what's called a stoplight program for study halls. So we have a red, yellow, and a green. And then we make sure that student athletes are staying eligible. And then if something you know, happens within their career here, we make sure that they can regain that eligibility. So we really want to retain our students and make sure they get the best uh, college experience that they can. Now, Jacqueline, how important do you think the pro- a program like this is for student athletes? I, I know when I was in college, I didn't have anything like this. Can you just touch on uh, just kind of the benefits uh, as well as you just discussed, kind of what it does for student athletes um, holistically? Yeah, I think it's a huge benefit, um, something that a lot of universities don't offer. Um, I think we're one of three in the conference that maybe have something like this, especially at the Division II level alone. A lot of D1 programs offer it, but Um, Most Division IIs don't have something that we offer, and it's a new program. We're only about two years old, so we're kind of establishing what we want to get out of this program still and growing it um, in a lot of ways, which is really cool and exciting to be a part of. But, yeah, I wish I had something like this when I was going through the experience. That's uh, something we always talk about here whenever we're telling uh, kids what we offer. But, yeah, I didn't 
I didn't have anything like this. And it helps like, I think we're here as just a voice for, you know, maybe what they're, what they're going through. And, you know, we've been in their shoes so we can kind of help, help guide them. Sometimes they just come in with, with struggles or, you know, what's, what the day-to-day life looks like. And then other times it's, again, the academic side, making sure they're getting a tutor if they need to, making sure they're getting their study hall hours in. That way they can be successful in the classroom and on the court or the field. Great. Thank you. Now, you're essentially changing lives, so I'm sure that is probably really rewarding for you selfishly, uh, kind of what you're doing. But uh, moving towards basketball season, since that is coming up, the first practice is in the books. Uh, talk about what you're looking forward to for this year from your girls. Oh, man, I'm super excited about this season. We, uh, we bring in back a lot of really strong returners. Um, they, you know, they gave us a lot last year. And, and then adding to that, we've got a lot of very exciting young, young, young bucks in the, in the house. So very excited for what this year has to offer. And we just have an amazing group of girls. That's what makes this place really, really exciting and fun to be a part of. Like you said, I mean, this job is my full time over here in student athlete success. But with uh, women's basketball, I still get to be in that world as well and impact those lives. And, and those girls, they impact me more than I probably impact them. And that's it's cool to to be part of. And I'm excited to see what they do this year. Now, for those of you who don't know, most of us call her JK uh, as a quick nickname because our head coach uh, for the women's team is also named Jacqueline. So, JK, thank you for that. Uh, You were a standout player at Concord, is that correct? Yes. And you also have some experience working within the SAC. I believe you coached for, I think you did your grad assistant at LMU and worked also at our uh, lovely rival UVA Wise. Can you just touch a little bit on kind of the conference as a whole, um, especially you work at the schools. We're not asking you to talk down about those schools, but just the maybe the differences you see within those schools from an athletic um, and academic standpoint, if there is any. Yeah, um, I have been at those two schools and then I was also at uh, University of Pitt Johnstown in Pennsylvania my first year starting out so I've been in the coaching realm for quite a while but in the conference alone the SAC conference is a very competitive conference I would I would say it's probably one of the most competitive conferences in Division 2 which is super cool so I was excited when I found out Emory and Henry was going to make that jump to the SAC and to Division 2 um, so I was glad to be able to come and be part of that but yeah I mean they're very similar schools. Um, like you said, UVA Wise is a big rival. A lot of similarities, uh, small town feel. But, you know, here I think we, we bring a lot to the table too. And I, we're adding so many facilities. The growth here is uh, something I think is super cool to be a part of and exciting. I mean, building a new track and um, track and lacrosse field and soccer mm-hmm. field and then uh, equestrian in the work and then, you know, in long term, baseball, softball, and in a basketball arena so, and volleyball. So I think that makes it, you know, really exciting to – to see all the growth that's happening here and everybody's on board with it. You know, the president backs it, the athletic director backs it. You know, they want to see that all those changes happen because they want to see um, the growth and they want to see, you know, student athletes and students in general get the best experience out of, out of Emory and Henry that's possible. So as a small, I'm a small town girl and this is kind of my hometown in a sense. My family grew up here. So yeah, it's cool to be here and I, I like the environment here and the people, you know, the, the coaches and, athletic department we're, we're really close really tight and I think that makes it really fun seems like you're doing some recruiting for all of athletics so we appreciate that now being a standout player and for all of y'all who don't know her highlight tape is still on YouTube so please go check it out but uh talk about the difference from being a player and now coaching what what big differences do you have or do you see from that uh, I always say I wish that I would have 
at some point in my life coached before I before I played um, or, you know, maybe coached a little league team or something when I was in college and understood what really went into coaching because there's so much more to it that people don't see. It's so much more than X's and O's. And I mean, even with that, there's still so much you can learn with watching film and um, diving into all that stuff. And so I always wished I would have done a little bit more of that. But other than that, I mean, you know, you learn so much from from playing and coaching together. So I think that our experiences as players make us the coaches that we are. Um, so hopefully I can bring a little bit to the table that I learned whenever I was in, whenever I was playing. Um, I'm, I'm a big rebounding coach. My girls know that, but that's because that was kind of my role on my team. I was, I was a rebounder. So they, they'll, they'll hear me preach that more than anything, but yeah, I think our roles as players kind of, kind of shape us into the coaches that we are. And my biggest thing is building those relationships. You know, I want them to know that, I've been in their shoes, and I, I'm going to be there for them as people first, um, no matter what, and then I uh, care about them more on the as a human than I do on that. We always want to bring in um, good athletes, but we want to bring in better people whenever we're doing recruiting. So, Yeah, I've been able to work with you now for two years. I know you're a really good coach, uh, as well as the things that you're doing here in student-athlete success. Thankfully, uh, you don't have to work with our basketball guys as much as maybe some other sports. Um, and, again, it's a credit to you and Coach Kyle. Uh, that's handling a lot of that stuff and making their lives a lot easier. Uh, I want to do a quick transition to this Friday. We'll have our uh, annual Buzzmania event, which will give you guys more details following this interview. What do you entail? I know Coach K mentioned we may have a um, a lot of fun events, but what do you think those events do for the community and as well as campus? Yeah, I think getting to see our student athletes in a different light. You know, they get to come out there, have a little fun, show that, you know, they're, again, humans first they're going to make mistakes on the court and things like that and but it shows how fun they can be and it kind of gives kind of allows you to have like a fan favorite right so whenever you're coming back to games it allows you to see who your favorite who those favorite people might be and who you're really going to root for while you're at the games so yeah I think it's just kind of a fun time everybody gets to be together and you know listen to some good music and, and have some contests compete and I think that's always fun to be part of absolutely now, I know we, as an athletics program and athletics staff, we are focusing more on mental health empowerment. I know now that we have Morgan's Message here on campus. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. Um, there's a student athlete here who's uh, on the volleyball team. Her name's Avery. She has done an awesome job of kind of being a, a spearhead in that, that message for bringing Morgan's Message here on campus. You know, we're, um, we want to be advocates. We want to show them that um, mental health matters and you know, that we, we want to, that we, we're always going to put that before being an athlete, whatever they're struggling with. Morgan's message was started by the family and friends of a, a young student athlete from Duke. Uh, she played the cross. Her name was Morgan and struggled with some battles that were obviously unseen. And, you know, I know her family and friends want to help promote her message and show that they're never alone in the, in this world and what's going on in your life. So just having someone there to talk to and lean on and um, you know, that's something that Avery has done a good job. I think she's wanting to really spearhead that and she's done some social media stuff and she's very excited about it. And that's something that's uh, we're able to now now do on our campus and hopefully we can do some events in the near future. Now, lastly, what people don't know is she's basically a professional clogger. She has a silver medal in the what, junior Olympics for clogging. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so talk about that. That's That's interesting to me. 
Yeah, so I actually uh, didn't start playing basketball until I was in the fifth grade, but um, started out in cheerleading and dance and clog and all the things. So yeah, clogging was something my mom got me in pretty early and did that for a few years. And yeah, our team went to the went to the Junior Olympics and we won a silver medal. And uh, always something I like to tell. It's one of my little fun facts I like to share with anybody because I think they're a little shocked. But yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Coach, thank you for taking the time to chat with us. Wish you all the best. It's always a joy to work with you. Uh, we'll be seeing you very soon, hopefully in the basketball court. Coach, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all for having me. Thank you, Coach Kessner, or JK is what we call her, uh, for doing that interview with us. I mean, Spence, she, she's off the charts. Yeah. She does a really good job with student-athlete success, and I've seen personally some the, the lives she's changed. Her and Kyle does such a great job, and that program is so important to our athletes. Uh, and then, of course, on the basketball court, she was a hooper, mm-hmm. and now she's an even better coach. So I'm, I'm happy that we have her here, and we need to keep her here because uh, she does a lot of good things for us. Yes, yeah, she does. I remember when I first heard about the Student Athlete Success Center as a coach, you're like, well, wh- wh- that's what I'm here for, right? Like, I help student athletes become successful uh, but to know the amount of work that her and coach Kyle have to do um, in terms of keeping uh, you know our athletes eligible I kind of put them in the same category as our compliance director uh, Susan Ratliff who do so much again for our athletes like that's their job is to make sure our student athletes are uh, ac- you know academically eligible and, and also from a compliance standpoint so it's making sure they're always doing the right things so again uh, thank you JK for taking the time to chat. I know um, if there's ever a clogging competition, I will uh, <laughs> now be wanting to match up uh, against you. So, again, uh, we'll have some exciting news for you guys either at the end of this show uh, or the next show when we get some more details. Uh, I know uh, with the winter uh, season coming up, you know we'll be able to cover more sports. Obviously, with the fall sports now uh, picking up, in the middle of the season, there's going to be uh, a lot of competitions, a lot of championships, conference championships we can play for so we'll have that here for you uh, but Cleo we'll talk about sports schedule coming up October 16th through the week of October 22nd uh, do you want to go ahead and start uh, giving off some of the upcoming events for Emory and Henry starting Monday October 16th your men's golf team will travel to Barton College uh, for the fall intercollegiate first and second round Cutter Creek Golf Club it's, at, it's in Snow Hill, North Carolina, and that's an all-day event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, October 17th, they will continue at that event. Again, that's at Snow Hill in North Carolina. That's an all-day event. Volleyball's Dig Pink game to honor breast cancer will be this Tuesday against Coker University, which is uh, where I graduated from. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll start at 6 p.m. And, uh, of course, wear pink. Khalil, who are you rooting for, your alma mater or Emory and Henry? Emory Henry all the way, man. <laughs> I love Coco to death, but I'm an Emory guy now, man. Right. I bleed blue and gold. Love it. <laughs> Wednesday, October 18th, your women's soccer team will play Wingate. Again, that is our breast cancer awareness game, so wear pink for Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, and that game starts at 5 p.m. Thursday, we have no scheduled events, so take the time off. And uh, if you're a student, get into your books. If you are an oh, adult... Yeah. Uh, you still have to go to work, so uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Friday, October 20th, your men's and women's swim team will be at Catawba College. They will be That will start at 5 p.m. Uh, that will have Emory and Henry, Catawba College, who is now ranked 25th in the country for swim, mm-hmm. and then Mars Hill University. Volleyball will be at Anderson University at 7 p.m. And then Friday, basketball will have their Buzz Mania. Oh, yeah, Buzz that will include... Mania. A three-point contest, 
a dunk contest, and a skills competition. Also, we will have some crowd games, some relay games, some crowd interaction with the three-point contest. Uh, where we'll have one member of the crowd go against one of our student athletes in a three-point contest. And we may be having a half-court shot for some prizes. So, if you're an athlete, member of the community, please come out to Buzz Mania. That is 7 p.m. on Friday. Can we see if um, maybe our president... Uh, Dr. John Wells will uh, give someone free tuition for a year <laughs> if uh, someone hits a half-court shot. I want to make that happen. I mean, Dr. Wells, if I make the half-court shot, uh, if I have any student loans, uh, would Same. you like to pay those off for me? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Saturday, October 21st, your men's and women's cross-country team will be at the South Atlantic Championships. That's at Southside Park in Newton, North Carolina. That starts at 8.30 a.m. It's crazy to think that cross country already has conference championships. It feels like we're just getting started with conference play. But again, they already will be competing uh, for the SAC championships um, big time for cross country. Uh, So we'll be rooting for them. Uh, We'll try to keep you guys updated. I'm sure there'll be live stats as well for that going forward. So good luck to men and women's cross country as they compete for the SAC conference championships this week. And I'll tell you one thing, man. If if y'all haven't seen the cross country meet or just – been in a cross-country practice. They run so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, a mile maybe. I can give you a mile. But once <laughs> we start passing two, three, four, five, listen, I'm in shape, but I'm in not. I'm nowhere near close to that type of shape. Especially when they have to run up the hills too. Like not nothing crazy, no like big hills. But when the terrain changes up and down, I, I, that's too much on my knees. I I can't do all that. Yeah, I, I, I'm a retired athlete for a reason. <laughs> uh, we're gonna. They retired. They call that uh, country. They call it. A, you know what a NARP is? Yeah, non-athletic regular yeah. person, and that is exactly what I am now <laughs> for sure. I uh, I heard some. Uh, I was watching, I think TikTok or YouTube one day, and I heard a video that I don't know how accurate it is. You know, with like videos with YouTube and Snapchat and all this stuff, you never know what's accurate. Now, but this guy, I think he was a scientist. He was like ninety percent of people past the age of thirty never sprint. Like a day in their life. <laughs> so, like, I literally just turned 30 uh, a couple months ago, and I'm asking myself, have I sprinted yet? And I have not. Even, like, when I play basketball, dude, I don't sprint. So, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like if you're not Thank a prof- you being honest. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not a professional athlete, ask yourself, if, if you're an older, if you're a parent or, you know, grandparent, if you're above the age of 30, and if you, you know, don't play sports professionally, which I don't know if we have any pro athletes listening, come come hit us up. Um, but ask yourself, guys, do you guys sprint? And have you sprinted since you turned 30? Just just a quick thought for you all. I want you guys to think about that. I'm about to turn 25, and I think the last time I sprinted, a bee was chasing me. Yeah. If y'all don't know, I am scared of bees. But uh, <laughs> continuing on Saturday, mm-hmm. your uh, Emory and Henry football team will be playing against Tusculum University. That's a 1 p.m. Start time. That game is sponsored by WEHC. So if you're a fan of the radio, please come out to that game as well. And that is our Gold Rush game. So please wear gold. Nice. There will be gold T-shirts sold at the game for $20. So please get a gold shirt and cheer on your WASP football team. Volleyball will play at Southern Wesleyan University at 2 p.m. Women's soccer will play at Coker at 4.30 p.m., followed by the men's soccer team at Coker at 7 p.m. And then Sunday, we're off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, take that time to kind of chillax and get ready for the next week. Clearly, I think uh, basketball does not have practice, so you uh, will not be seeing me Sunday either. I could be mistaken. We could have something, but I don't think we do. So I'm you excited will not for that. be seeing me <laughs> Sunday. 
Very good. So, again, that wraps up uh, our sports schedule. I know uh, we talked with some uh, staff here on campus. We're going to try to implement some feature interviews uh, during that downtime. I know uh, during the winter break when all the students go home, it's only basketball season. So, again, we'll be looking forward to that. But, Cleo, it's time for... Is your Healing Hydration Student Athletes of the Week. Starting with the women, Julissa Hopgood from the volleyball team had 18 kills wow. versus Lenora. So 18. Big time. So obviously, she is our Student Athlete of the Week for the women's side. And for the men's side, freshman Ryan Tootin uh, broke a record for the 200-meter individual medley this past uh, swim meet. And again, for a freshman, that's big time. You got three more years left. I mean, if you're already breaking records, he should be setting some big time records here by his junior senior year. Again, hats off to uh, Will Hughes and Maddie for uh, coaching that up, of course. Yeah, they're breaking a ton of records. Uh, Ryan Tootin, again, congrats to you guys both. Uh, got second in the 200 meter individual medley, and he earned a new team mark. He ran two minutes, 20 seconds, which is impressive, again, as a freshman. So, congrats. Um, Swimmers are breaking records. Volleyball is killing the ball, which is obviously, <laughs> you know, I don't know how appropriate that word is, but again, that's the stat volleyball uses. So, congrats to your student athletes of the week. Um, again, congrats to you guys. Looking forward to seeing if we can get some uh, more interviews, Khalil, of our student athletes, because as you know, we are the good luck charm. I'm going to go on record and say that every time we interview a student athlete or a coach, I feel like their team or that player does really well. Well, Khalil? It feels like uh, we don't. We need to do like an hour show. I feel like. It's, I mean, we could go on for. We talking about sports, we can go on for an hour, two hours. I mean, goodness gracious. I know, it. and I think uh, we'll we'll tease you guys some news that actually may be coming in the future. Whoa, won't tell you anything other than that uh, until we lock out, lock down some more details. Um, but again. I'm enjoying the show with you. I'm hoping people, you know, are, are at least enjoying our personalities um, as we kind of cover, you know, athletics here. You know, if there are any suggestions, we would love to hear it from you listeners, whether that be through email or text or call. So, again, we love doing this. And, um, Khalil? We want to give a sincere thank you to everybody listening. If you have any suggestions for the show, please email myself or uh, Matthew Spencer. We'd love any suggestions from you all listening. But again, thank you all. This is the Monday Buzz on WEAC 90.7. We'll see you next week. We out.